Hello and welcome back to the ninth ever episode of the Butter Pie Podcast. I'm your host Oliver. Today I'm joined with Adam. Hello, good to be back. And Tom. Yeah, yeah. very good. To see you. It's been a while. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we obviously, yeah, not, well, this is our ninth episode, so it's kind of flown by, but we've kind of had some time between the eighth and ninth, um, obviously after the Stoke game yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, was, yeah. it was a, I thought, I think uh, a draw was probably a fair, fair, uh, fair result. I don't think either side were particularly brilliant. Um, Stoke definitely had the better of the chances. Um, and I think Iverson, if Iverson weren't in there, it could have been two or three. But I also mm. think North End could have had a couple extra goals. So I think a, port, uh, a draw is a fair result in the end. Well, um, I, I do want to mention uh, yesterday the start. The start of the game, we, we we didn't we didn't start at all. No, we didn't. I, I noticed that. I, I felt like obviously the uh, Mister Hughes being injured with a toe didn't really mm. help. Um, I didn't think Cunningham started well at all. He, he didn't. He didn't look comfortable for the first twenty minutes, and he obviously left a massive gap for Nick Powell to exploit. Yeah. But then again, Seth Van der Berg for their first goal, he just stood off their man, allowing Timon to whip the ball in to uh, know, Nick Powell, free header. No, we uh, we we all love Seth, obviously. I, I love Seth. I'm sure you two both love Seth. Mm-hmm. Seth is very prone, and it's not spoken about at all. Seth is very prone to being caught high up the feet, high up the pitch. It was uh, it was the same with the Sheffield United second goal. He got caught high up the pitch. Yeah, it passed it in where he were he weren't there, and it like kind of bobbled around. And it was if he were there, who knows? It, it wouldn't have gone in. Um, but that that's as you said that, and remember that I need to mention that Sep, for all his very good qualities, he's very, um, yeah, prone to being caught upfield, and he needs to sort it out. Yeah, I think I thought he that timing added him on toast last night. Um slipped him a few times. Yeah, he got a few balls past him and but he's he's nineteen, he's gonna have dodgy games, isn't he? And yeah. He's still learning on the job out of position. Yeah, I, I still I still believe he's a centre half of trade and I feel like well when when he does go forward, albeit the goal that he did score, um, in the league where he took it down um, turned past the defender, hit you with his right. I, I do, I do feel like he's not, he's not, he's not really got a better, as as good as tacking ability as someone like Earl on the other side. If you know what mm. I mean. Mm. Um, he, he's obviously come back wanting to play more centrally, and with Olusunde being out, he hasn't really had the chance. But Olusunde is back on grass. So, well, he's back on grass now. So after the international break, it, it might it might be good to see how how that works out. Maybe if Andrew Hughes's uh, injuries a bit a bit worse than expected, we could see Story move to left centre back, um, yeah. Van der Berg going to right centre back, and then Ola Sunday. But it will be good to see. Um, going back into the game, uh, we went one 0 down, and I, f- I felt like. We were very, we were very, like conservative, even at one nil mm. down for the first twenty minutes, and every ball that we seemed to get in or around the final third, maybe thirty yards from goal, it always seemed to end back up 
to either Bauer or Iverson. Yeah. Mm. yeah. They... I mean, it, it oh. reminded me of Man United from a couple of years ago when they used to they used to play it to the left back and kind of go in a U shape, uh, including the goalkeeper. Sometimes they'd pass it to the left back to the left centre back, right centre back, right back. Didn't happen. So then they just kept going round in circles and like that, and then they didn't get anywhere. And there were no penetrating balls, and there were no uh, movement off of the ball to create the space where you where you get the ball forward and get it into these good areas. Um, and it's not like if we if we don't have that quality, you need to press high up so you get the ball high up and mm-hmm. it creates chances that way. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the first ten twenty minutes we just didn't look at it. I think the the word I heard on the concourse to um, to describe that first twenty minutes was lethargic. There was just no energy about the the team at all. We didn't look like we wanted to be there at all. No, we've not really changed the team around, really. <clears throat> no, because it's been one or two changes. That's it. I was surprised to see uh, Ladson and Whiteman um, stick as a partnership. I thought maybe McCann would have got a full ninety yesterday. Yeah, uh, I, I did feel like um, Ladson didn't really have the best game because. No. <laughs> You could tell he was getting frustrated with the lack of creativity, which is understandable. But when he's trying Hollywood balls over the top to Reese, who's got no support, up to, there's not really any. He's just, he's just losing possession. Mm, he, he he didn't have a great game, but to be fair, I did actually think that. Stokes midfield was very impressive. I thought that Brandon very good half was he was just dictate and remain. Yeah, they're number eight. He was very good. I don't know if it's that the guy you're on about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pieces. Um, he was a class above anybody on the pitch for that first half an hour. And yeah, also Sawyer's just sits at in front of the defense, dictate, dictate yeah. play. And I think to be fair, sometimes you just got to say. We were playing a good side. We've we've earned a point. It it's not a bad point. I know five draws in a in, in a row and that's not ideal, but if you look at it in isolation as the one game, getting a point to that Stoke team who are fourth in the league when we're not yeah. playing at our best mm. with missing key players, you'd probably take it. Well, yeah. I thought they were there for the taking, uh, especially in the first bit of the second half. Um, yeah. Obviously, we scored through a Ben Whiteman free kick, which well, it was a superb free kick. I thought I thought it was right down, keeping. right down mm. the keeper's throat. To be fair, I tell you what, it reminded me of if you boys ever remember on New Year's Day, we were away at Rotherham and we lost two one. It was against Declan Rudd and he they had a free kick. I think in like the forty fifth minute. Yeah, I remember it. I was right behind yeah. it and went right down the center of the goal. It was that Volks, wasn't it? That's yeah, Vol- and, 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 and Rudd dive past it. And you're just there thinking, it just feels like that. Yeah, um, it was, but it was, it's a good strike and Whiteman's got that in his locker, hasn't he? But at the end of the day, when we went 1-0 down, I was thinking that we we're going to have to have a moment of magic or a slice of luck here or a set piece. And thanks yeah. for us, we got one and in second half from the long throws. We nearly had a few that dropped down in Cunningham's effort that was flew oh. off the bar. Oh, I thought I thought I was flying in. But well, you do say one nil. It could have been it could have easily been two. But what I think could have been more. What I a save. There, there wow. were that one in the first half. There were one 
where it kind of like whistled past the post in the second half. And there were one, uh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody played a ball into the box and Story kind of tried to hit it away and he didn't. And then it was like a goal mouse scramble. And I don't know how it how it didn't end up in back at net. I was just waiting for the Stork fans to start cheering and see the goal. Um, yeah. Goal mouth, goal net move. Um, and I, I was still shocked how it didn't go in. Yeah, they they had some good chances. I think that I think it was from Powell in the first half when he was six yards out, literally, and he yeah. somehow kept that out. That for me was the pick of the bunch. He's bailed us out so many times this season. Like you stick, uh, oh. Matthew. I, I, I don't. I don't think Declan Rudd makes that save. No, no. no we no, we no, lose no. three or four one with Declan Rudd last night. Yeah. Well, I, I probably will say three or four one, but. There's a difference between Iverson and Rudd, and yeah. Iverson, Iverson, like he wins us so many points this he season, does. but he's getting in those positions. I felt like Bauer just got outstrength, and then he's just kind of like not managed to clear it and allowed Powell to come in one on one. But great save yeah. by the great Dane again. But second half, we started off really, really brightly, like. We were on the front foot. We were pressing high. And then Frankie makes the decision to bring Brown on. Maguire off, who, albeit I thought had a good game, but mm. if you did want to change it, you bring someone like Murphy or Sinclair on yeah. earlier. Yeah. But then he brings Brown on, and it kind of like, he just drops us back a bit because he, he tried to put DJ in Maguire's yeah. position. It didn't work. But like, mm. could someone like, one of you told me what formation that actually was for the last 25 minutes. Yeah, that's what I said last night, Tom. I I, I couldn't pinpoint who were up top with Reese. I feel like and it was... at the end, it kind of it was like a 3 5 1 1. It was like a 5 4 1, but like with four central midfielders. It was, it was the strangest yeah. thing I've ever seen in my the, life. DJ so was no... like on the right, wasn't he? But he yeah, it, tucked it in. It was really, really weird. And, and and from that, we've all established that Reese is not a lone striker. Um, well, you, you saw you saw him. He, he chested it down, took it past the player, and put a superb ball in the box, and no one was there. Yeah, in the first. Yeah, someone attacking that. Yeah. Two one all. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think Reese played okay last night. I think we're finding out Reese is very inconsistent. Reese can either. No. Just bang one in from twenty five yards out like he did from Cheltenham yeah. or he misplaced a pass from two yards two yards away. You've um, got to keep him on the pitch. He, he's, yeah, he's, you do. I think I, I understand you may think he's a moments player. player like Sinclair, but Jesus, like he's he's got he's got it. He he just has that he's like you get the ball, you launch the ball over the back of someone over the back of the defensive line. You'll see Reese thundering for about thirty yards away, and you're like, and you know what? He could get this, you know. Reese is quick as well, very quick, rapid, rapid. And what what I was saying is, I, I understand Maguire's done a really good job up there with him. Mm. Uh, I, I do feel like we maybe need like another creative striker or like someone someone to go up there with him to like potentially challenge with Maguire because. I didn't think Murphy had that much of an impact last night, and he, he he doesn't really doesn't really challenge as much as Maguire. And same bit for Sinclair. I don't think 
Sinclair would challenge as much as Maguire, but then you can't really see them fitting in any other positions in this formation, can you, than just no. playing off race? I mean, no. I think the reason Murphy didn't look that good last night was you take into like the first 65 minutes or whatever Maguire played, we were kind of at the races. Like The momentum, especially in the second half, was swinging in our way. As soon as Brown came on, the momentum shifted to Stoke and then, you know, in the last 10 minutes when Murphy comes on, it's it's a bit more difficult. We're Back all to the wall stuff. Then, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it was a team issue, not a Murphy issue. Why mm-hmm. why he didn't look brilliant last night? I don't think he really got on the ball much, but I don't mm-hmm. think anyone other than our defenders got on the ball in yeah. the second uh, last yeah. ten minutes. So I, I wouldn't put Murphy that down will, to Murphy. Will come good, you know. I, I saw him at yeah, so today, and he, he looked. He made a few really decent runs, and even yeah. last night, I'm. Quite a direct run. Um, yeah, did... and Earl shagged up the ball, didn't he? Yeah, he shanked it so... up. He couldn't pass it to. Him. He, he's he looks like he's a very good technical footballer to me. That got pace and very quick. probably start him at QPR on Saturday. Um, Loud with Reese because if Reese and him are at it with that pace and and dribbling and all that, then those two could become quite the partnership. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I agree. Um, he just felt like the momentum slowed down. It was it was a wrong it was wrong tactically by Frankie to bring Brown on for Maguire. Yeah, uh, I, I I think that's I think that's probably uh, a reason why we may not have won the game, but you've got a, a much higher chance than if you are going to change it with Maguire, you bring someone on like Murphy and Sinclair, but. At the end of the day, probably 1-1's a fair result, but that's now five draws in a row in the league. If you're glass half full or or half empty. Well, there's no sugarcoating it, Tom. We've not won in five. Games are all about winning. We're unbeaten in five, you could say as well. Well, We're unbeaten in more than that. because We're unbeaten in nine. Yeah, exactly. if you include it's, cup games, and if you look at, um, we've had three away games in these last five games, which yeah. have been away at Sheffield United, Bristol City, and Birmingham, which are all very much tough games. Good well, start. yeah, but Bristol City haven't won at home since last season. Birmingham no. got okay. tonked off Peterborough three 0 at home. So you start you start thinking about it. Birmingham haven't really been been good since the start of the season. I know it's only just really kicked off, but Birmingham haven't really played well these past few games. You you look at these away games and start thinking, you know what, maybe we should have actually got something from it. Like and then the Reading as well at the start of the season. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's these type of games where you're considering like maybe I, I, we should have got something. It's tough, but then I do think I've not come away from pretty much all these draws, I've, I've come back off the game thinking, maybe other than last night, thinking we, we've played all right there. Like, every game, I've been to all five of the draws and I think we've looked, I thought at Sheffield United we were quite unfortunate not to win that game. But they have I think fallen. West Brom as well. Brom, yeah. And then you've got your away games in the Championship. Like, on last Saturday, there was zero away wins in the Championship. Like, it's not easy to go and win these away games. So if you if you draw your away games, 
and then you, against the lower half teams, you pick up your wins at home, you'll be more than fine. And we've had our home games against West Brom and Stoke, which, to be fair, let, we'd have taken a point in both of them, most people yeah. would. And we well, not. I'd also like to mention, uh, you said that you've obviously been on on the past five games mm. there, Tom, going on oh, to my next point. Um, obviously, the news about the Blackpool fixture uh, has come out um, with 2,200 tickets being available and obviously um, ambassadors are going to be um, going on sale first. There's 2,600 I saw a figure being mentioned about. Um, so, yeah, you have to have a, you've had to have a season ticket from the 2012 uh, 13 season, so that's nine years ago and uh, consecutively. And obviously, um, for our younger fans, um, who aren't who are probably like now 18, 19, 20, mm-hmm. 21, 22, um, like yourself, Tom, who yeah. do travel, you do you do go to every home and away game, but now you'll you probably won't end up getting a ticket for potentially. The biggest game that's the biggest away game in the dark. Had in the last ten years. years. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a really weird one. I, I've been speaking to you two, so you know my my feelings on it. But to the listeners, uh, I just think at the end of the day, we all respect the ambassadors that have put their hard earned money. Lightning. Yep, yeah, that put their hard earned money into the club for the last ten years. I can't. You, that's four thousand pounds just per season ticket, like over those 10 years, like people have committed themselves to the club and I don't get me wrong, respect, but then also there's people missing out. They might have had eight season tickets in the last nine years. One year, they might have been at uni, they might have financially not quite have been able to afford it, the other commitments and because they missed one season out of nine, they're not, and they might have gone to every game this season, home and away, but because they missed one season, it might have been seven years ago, they'll now miss out on a ticket, even though they've spent thousands in the last five or six years. It, it's just a bizarre way of doing it for me. I just don't quite get it. And I think there'll be a lot of people that are more worthy of a ticket. And the ambassadors, and they... Oh, I don't think the ambassadors should really miss out either. I think obviously the allocation's the issue, but um, yeah, that is the main issue, isn't it? it, it it's but what just I'd a also bit of, like to mention, swallow. I'd also like to mention uh, the loyalty points as well, because obviously they get renewed at the end of every season. Mm. Uh, I'm unsure about that really, because you go, like you say, that you go home and away, home and away, home and away, and then. What for the thing and say say you've got like a wedding or something or you you miss two through illness mm. this season and you can't go because the majority it'll be like they have to go to every single game this season to to even withstand a chance of getting it. So you have to be a season ticket holder and you yeah. have to have gone to every single home and away game this season to stand any chance of getting a ticket. Right. Yeah. For this game, so it's it's a loyalty point. Should they carry over? Should they do this? Should they do that? It's it's kind of like I I personally think I I don't know. Like I'm probably being so like obviously like 
you just are, aren't you? You always think that what you've got should be the way. And yeah, going to deny that. But um, I personally think maybe I think nine years is way too long. By the way, like there's people that over nine years, it's it's a very big commitment to nine consecutive years, and that shows their commitment. But it's also a big commitment for anyone. It's kind of kicking the nuts for the younger fans, really. I was like nine years old at the start of this scheme. And I'm not being funny. I wasn't thinking about a game against Blackpool in 2021 about getting away tickets. Like, obviously, I wasn't doing that. And it's just stupid, really, with that. But I do agree about the loyalty points that maybe a way about going about it could be it refreshes every five years, maybe, which is not nine years. And if you didn't get a season ticket, you've still got those other four years to collect your points and well to be fair um the the main the main thing is it isn't the club because the club's done really well actually they've 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 gone to blackpool and they've they've given different alternatives they've tried everything the club have done brilliantly to try and get more tickets the reason the the reasoning behind everyone's discomfort is the is the allocation really yeah um and obviously They've uh, tweeted out that they're going to try and get the game streamed at Deepdale, which is a great idea, but it's, it's still not... It's, it's not the still, same, it's though. Not, it's, not, it's, not, no. it's not the same. I understand it's a fantastic idea, don't get me wrong, because you, you get more... You'd be able to get more revenue for the club in Deepdale, get, get a big screen on. I'm not sure how many will probably go. I think um, they'll put 5,000 there. Well, maybe. Not 1,000, but... fine, maybe two or three. Well, because think... what, what I've been seeing on social media is quite a few people are still going to go to Blackpool yeah. Um, yeah, and just go, just go to the pubs and stuff. So I probably would if I didn't get a ticket. Not because I just want to... It's just that experience. The whole point of travelling around the country for your club or whatever is to experience games like this that mean a lot to us and so it's yeah. disappointing for a lot of people well it's, it's the biggest away game of the season really yeah it yeah. is um and obviously um the reduced allocation there's been a lot of talk um online about potentially reduced allocation for blackpool um coming Absolutely. to detail on the fully agree of with March. That. Mm-hmm. um i actually got a dm before uh, from the Press and Supporters Collective, and I'll read it out. It says, we'd like we'd like to mention the position that the collective have on Blackpool getting the same allocation for the return fixture, and they feel strongly about it. So the, the collective uh, believe that Blackpool should only be given 2,200 tickets when they return to the play against them. Agree. Whether that means splitting the cop or... Yeah. Um, uh, whatever, but yeah, I do. I do feel that Preston will sell out um, all three stands for that game. So mm. um, th- then it's then it's going on to what the cop will, um, whether the club will because Black Blackpool. Don't get me wrong, Blackpool would fill out the away stand mm. easily. They they br- they bring enough people to fill out the away stand. However, you. It's about equality and fairness, really, because you know there's been a lot of a lot of fans that want reduced capacity, and you can see the reasoning behind it. Um, and obviously, it's only fair, really, if we split the cop, 
have more Preston fans in, it can only be seen as a win for the club because yeah. it, 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 it suits the fans and it suits it suits the revenue. It doesn't suit security, though. That's the only issue. Yeah. When you have Blackpool and Preston fans that close, which there will be at Bloomfield Road as well, don't get me wrong. When you have them being separated, like if it was, if it's the same way it was the last time the cop was open to all fans separated by a couple of security guards, that's just not gonna. <laughs> it's not gonna go down well. There will no. be a lot of yeah. injuries. They'll have to have at least a full block of seats completely. Out, we've, out well, we've put, I reckon they probably need police in, in between. So, yeah. yeah. Then again, Definitely. you got to think it's a policing issue. But yeah, it, it's uh, it, it, you can't you can't say that even if like half, even if it's only two thousand two hundred Blackpool fans, and the rest of the stand is empty, I think I still think that yeah. would be fair because. Oh, yeah. that, that, that's all that Blackpool fans are doing. The well, Blackpool FC are doing. Because I don't. Are think they leaving the stand open? The rest of it. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's empty. Yeah. So, is, are they leaving it open, or are they letting home fans in? No, uh, leaving I it. Think, I think they're letting it open. Oh, I'm not too sure because. And are not... they still? Is it still going to be in the corner, or is it going to be in the middle of the ground? Because if it's in the corner, then you're closer to home fans. Uh, they'll, they'll probably stick North End in, in the middle. And then have yeah. what, like um, a cu- a couple of a like blocks, yeah, either side. So I-, I can probably see them doing that um, mm. at North End, even if they don't split the cop. Well, just just give them a reduced allocation, and then like have a couple of blocks either side, if you know what yeah. I mean. Which would, probably, would be easier to police as well. Yeah, I'd fully support that as well. That in my eyes, if I were all powerful and I could do. What I felt like with North End, and realistically, I'd give Blackpool like a thousand tickets to say up yours. But there is not a single chance in the world I'd give them more than twenty two hundred tickets oh, no. because twenty two hundred tickets for our biggest away day in the last ten years is an absolute farce. Well, we take I'm sorry, I don't care about the security. The security should figure themselves out. You shouldn't reduce the fans and halve it. Because security can't do their own fucking job, you should do your job and let the fans go. Yeah, I agree, and I think I actually think they're creating more problems for themselves than just giving us support. Because yeah. now there's going to be lords on the street. There's going to be people in the home ends. There's going to be people on the street. And there's going to be two thousand OAPs in the away <laughs> ends. Like, it's... I, I, I don't, I don't. I... Is I can understand the reasoning behind it. I, I can, but surely, surely you'd want more people with arses on seats in the stadium yeah. than out and around the stadium. And you can police it better when they're all concentrated in one area. I mean, you're not you're going to get an arsehole here or there. You might get one or two, but in a collective, you're not going to have to arrest five thousand people. Whereas if you got you know, you got ten Preston fans in a pub full of twenty Blackpool fans here or there around Blackpool on the day. You're gonna have so much kicking off. It's gonna be insane. Like I remember, I've been to Blackpool a couple times. I'm sure you all have. And there are a lot of pubs in Blackpool, like mm-hmm. especially on the on the um, on the seafront. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. thinking specifically of the Weatherspoons. That is massive. Now you have something kicking off in there on a Saturday at around Afternoon. twelve to three o'clock. 
there's not only going to be Preston and Blackpool fans that will be concerned, and this is the most important thing. There, Step, there, there will be family and and children involved that will that will get caught up in it, and if you you take it to a football match, especially away fans, they're generally you know younger lads, twenty twenty one, who although you know they're not fully grown adults at that point, um, that they, they can look after themselves a bit more than you know little kids can, and that that's really it's really upsetting to know that that will happen because. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Blackpool can't give us an allocation because their security can't do their job properly. Well, well it's what I would say is um, the two two thousand two hundred. Obviously, there's been North End fans waiting for this for ages, and I know a mm. lot of them are still going to be they're, they're going to be going into Blackpool to either watch it on Sky Sports or something like that, which. Even, even if they got well, well, I don't know. It's, a, it's look, a Saturday three o'clock, which I'm surprised at. By yeah, way. I'm I, very surprised. I, 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 I'm surprised by it too. I think they're going to say Deepdale's probably the only place you can watch it because they're in talks with the EFL. But mm-hmm. there's there's still going to be North End fans going to Blackpool. There'll still they be will. there'll still be the. I still I still think there'll probably end up being fans that are turning up to the ground without a ticket. And, trying and to in the home end as well, a lot of home fans. So are it's, in the home end. I, I, I mean, know people that have registered for the Blackpool end that are gonna just they did it like at the start of the season before, mm. like the, game. before the fixtures, even just in case for this situation. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so you, you're now gonna have home fans in the well, well away fans in the home end. And you'll put, you'll put, I, I understand, like, why would you turn up to a stadium without a ticket? Like, because you, you shouldn't if it's all sold out, but people will, people will show up. They will, yeah. Um, like, I, I'd never do that because what's the point? You're, you're, you're literally just stood outside the stadium, but people will, people will go. Mm. And then obviously, you've got a, it, it's got, it's gone from policing a football match. To policing Blackpool mm. as a as a as a, like the city centre. I'm just thinking, say. thinking back to like the big away games that I've been on, like when we took eight thousand to Blackburn. Um, there weren't that much around the ground that I remember kicking off. Now after the game, I'm everyone not got sure a ticket. I got you are because everyone got a ticket. Yeah, well that that might be why, but if you think. Of there's eight thousand North End and there's what fifteen twenty thousand Blackburn. If you're thinking about the Blackpool game, there's going to be what fifteen sixteen thousand Blackpool fans to only two thousand Preston fans. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, policing wise, if a couple hundred Blackpool fans manage to, you know, break through a police line, that is going to be really really dangerous. Now I'm I'm hoping and I'm praying. That, that doesn't happen and police properly police things and i mean heavily with horses and all that carry on but if they don't it's going to be even more dangerous well you talk about that i mean i'm going to mention cell uh the what is it is it the the celtic away and even though even though yeah it's tiny isn't it well like, yeah it's like what a thousand, a thousand, two thousand in, in like that. a four, in like a forty-five thousand seater. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's it's kind of like that. It's it's a, it's a dangerous fixture. I mean, we've obviously not played each other in eleven years, so it's a massive fixture but in the league. In the in the league, yeah, obviously because Tommy <laughs> Clark scored and put the ball in the bottom net. Um, I do I do want to speak about um, Blackpool chance in the north end uh, in town. Jesus, I'm speaking about that. So, but obviously we'll wrap up the. Blackball tickets. It's we're, we're it's all very we're all we're all really disappointed. Bad news. So yeah. we we do hope that um, that the same is reciprocated and two thousand two hundred uh, yeah. is given to Blackpool uh, for the reverse yeah. victory on the nineteenth of March. Um, mm-hmm. I th- well, I think that's the. I, I think that's our thoughts, and I think that I think that's the majority the majority of, of PE fans as well. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, Preston Supporters Collective have mentioned that they're starting a campaign as well for um, this to be as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, going on to Blackpool chance in the home end. Singing Blackpool get battered everywhere they go and the 1 0 up probably isn't the greatest. Please, please, please. Can we have no more shoes off as you ate Blackpool? Like, like embarrassing. It is. Like, you, you, we've seen on social media recently, all we chant about Blackpool. Every every song has something about Blackpool in. Like, what? We're the one and only North End, and some, some random guy shouts, we hate Blackpool in the middle of it. Like, why? That's been around for years, though. That that's always been. No, no, but n- name me, name me a single chant. Name me three of f- besides besides players. Name me a chant that doesn't have Blackpool in it. P N E P N E P N E. Right. Okay. So one. Uh, we're the one and only North End. Yeah, that has we hate Blackpool in it. Yeah, no, Well. Yeah. Um. Uh, the singing the lyrics to uh, what's what's it called? Uh, wise men say only fools. Something, something else. The North All right, End. Alright, fine. End. fine. I'll, I'll, I'll slightly allow that. That's two. What do you mean you'll slightly allow that? It's got <laughs> nothing to do with black. When, when the whites go marching in. All right, when the whites go, you know, <laughs> there is a lot of variety and there's a lot of chantation artists. Uh, yeah, but you got to think three, three, three chants about Preston. Uh, about pre- about just Preston. So we've got, uh, and then you've probably got who's off of the eight Blackpools, the the biggest one, right? Right, who's punching their mind? Yeah, sorry, that was me. Sorry, got <laughs> forty. Right. Anyway, want me to write that down? No, no, we'll, yeah. we'll, keep, we'll keep that in. Um, I'm keeping I, that in. Yeah, sorry, Adam, sorry, Adam's, Adam's punching his microphone over over the shoes off if we ate Blackpool. Sorry, I I, I got very angry yeah, about shoes about off. Well. Yeah, like I don't have any issue with it. I I think the more chance the better. That's oh, I, I I do I do agree. More chance the better, but I mean, there needs to be more variety. Like there needs to be more. Like I feel I feel like we need like more chance created. Like Reese will tear you apart again. That that's great. That's just come in. Mm. Um, then I feel like we just need some you know a new chance because. I think I think the main one is shoes off. You hate Blackpool, and Blackpool get back Blackpool everywhere they go. Yeah. When the one nil up, I could understand yeah. if they were two or three nil down. 
Well, they beat whole one nil at the time. Blackpool get battered everywhere you go. And I think that's just—it's a simple one that ev- all the families in Sir Tom Finney can join in with, and all that. You know, Tom that, Tom Kilston. Start, start stand up if you hate Black Blackpool. Yeah, literally ten people stood up. Stand up <laughs> if you hate Blackpool and Alan Kelly Town ends. Well, yeah. four people stand up while the rest of them are just they're like, ah. Oh, it's completely off topic. But Might as well say sit down if you hate Blackpool on the, town. That, um, that announcer has been switched back to the old guy. <laughs> you know, the one who, who goes, Alan Kelly Town End, are you ready? Got, <laughs> Tom Finney and we just hear a pin drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, ready. Woo. Yeah. Sir Tom Finney, let's hear you. Family stand, are you ready? Come on. <laughs> you, you just hear like crickets tweeting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean if, if that announcer does say, Blackpool FC, are you ready? Oh, God. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> See you in the concourse on the way out. But um, anyway, keep your eye at the weekend. Uh, are any of you two going? Um, not me, personally. Yeah, to be fair, probably, probably not because I'm a bank account. Yeah, bank account's crying. I just got to save yourself. Like, <laughs> well, you've already had a couple of nights out this weekend, mate. Yeah, so well, you got to fresh is, isn't it? You can probably tell my voice. So Apologise to the listeners, but um, <laughs> it's been a few days so I'd need a bit of recovery before Blackpool if I can get a ticket. <laughs> what recovery so you can sit in a pub or sit or <laughs> sit in Deepdale watching it. Maybe you can sit on ta- maybe you can sit on Town End actually Tom instead of sitting on <laughs> I was on Town End last night I'll have you know. Was you? Ooh. Ooh. I had a change of scenery. I went to the ticket office. I said is there any chance I could change my season ticket for tonight to the Town End? They went, yeah sure. Two quid two quid uh, to change it was in the town and two quid to change it. Any it more to sit on? I paid two. I paid two quid to sit Why? in the town and apparently it's more expensive in the town and than the yeah it is. Finny. What are you? What are you, is it? Apparently, I swear yeah. it's like I swear it's like thirty quid for Tom Finney and then twenty four quid for. Well, I don't know if they, what they were doing, but I went and asked them. They made me. Is your season ticket in the family stand, Tom? I don't, I don't know, is it? Well, it's in that. I don't know. I'm in Block C. But I don't know. Is, is, that, is that closer to the town end? Yeah, it's really by me, you know. Uh, so, so are you in Family Sand? It could be. That uh, could be why then. It's probably, it's probably why paying £2 more. Well, um, anyway, going on to QPR. Uh, they, they, they've had, they've had uh, decent, decent games, actually, recently. Uh, they, they won mm. last night, didn't they? Birmingham, yeah. Birmingham yeah. two well Birmingham two nil. Uh Elias Chair, I think it was actually. Double. Um, yeah. he, he scored two. They're, they're in a close they're, to winning against West Brom as well, weren't they? They were actually. Yeah. They were, they're in a good run of form recently, I think. Beat uh, Everton in the cup. I think they yeah. They uh, well I actually made a tweet maybe ten days ago now about QPR saying I didn't get the hype about them and I had about a hundred mentions from QPR fans saying you support Preston, mate, like stay in your lane, all that sort of stuff. But so I would love nothing more than a one nil 
when Frankie McAvoy's tricky whites on the road. I mean, I know, I know. We just said QPR in a good run of form. Just looking up their fixtures, if yeah, they don't the, include the, last night. They've lost three games in a row. In the last, yeah. So. Well, yeah, yeah, but you got to look. That you got to look against what last night. You've got they push West Brom right to the end and they beat Everton. So Bristol City beat them last week at home, didn't they? Yeah. Well, you've got to look at you've got to look at like beating Everton. Oh yeah, is is a, a mean statement. Beating Birmingham, another me is another good result. And then you were literally um, saying Birmingham was shite before. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Mate>, mind <though. laughs> Well, you know, at least they're beating Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Least, yeah. So I mean, at least they're sticking two past Birmingham. We we couldn't bound door against Birmingham. Like, never can. <sighs> Yeah, we can. Uh, free, free one. Oh, have a, have yeah. a word. You know what? Would you mean have a word? Daniel Johnson, John Hugill, yeah. Yeah, that was fucking four years ago. All right, Shawnee Maguire stuck one, one nil. Sent, sent Andrews. And that beat Dale ninety four. And that beat that was limbs that. Oh, that was mental. I, I started walking down the steps. Last season as well. I Did started you? walking down the steps. Because I was like, oh, we've, we've fucking bottled this. Oh, sorry, it's swearing. Um, Oliver. Yeah, it's, uh, we've, bot- bottled, we've bottled this playoffs. We've started walking down steps. And DJ, uh, what, I can't remember. And he missed it. It was like one on one. I was like, oh, yeah. They were a corner, weren't it? Yeah, corner. I was like, oh. I was like, you know what? I'll just stay for this. Sean and McGuire, smallest man up pitch. Bang. <laughs> Oh, let's see, haven't you? Oh, beautiful. Last game. Oh, un- unbelievable day that was. Um, yeah. QPR, though. Charlie Austin, Andre Gray up top. A very. Mm. And Dyke. Well, and Dyke. So it depends. They won't be playing all three, so it depends who, who gets dropped. They've got I've a good a... couple centre arse as well. They've got Rob Dickey and Jimmy Dunn. I, I like Rob Dickey. I think he's a really solid player. And yeah. They've got that um, Elias chair that we've just mentioned about. Uh, He's a very um, creative midfielder. He, he's kind of someone who'd be perfect at North End last year. Mm-hmm. Just just someone to play in behind Reese. And then um, they've got Dieng and Net, who I think are uh, one of the best keepers Shite. in the league. Did he West Brom? What are you on about? Yeah, he was dodgy. Punched it in his own net. Right. Everyone makes howls, <laughs> yeah. all right? He's not a Danny <laughs> Iverson, let's say that. Iverson no. makes mistakes, but Dieng has been... Consistent this season, I think he's been. I think he's a top six keeper. Put it that way. Um, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a decent keeper. They obviously have that like Johansson as well, Stefan Johansson, centre midfield. Mm. He, yeah, he's, he's, he's full him, yeah. Um, so score predictions, boys. Um, I, I think. I, I can't really see a win. I can't. I can't see a loss either. So I'm going go for another go draw. A 1-0 QPR. 1-0 QPR. Um, I, I'm going to go 0-0 again. Um, 2-1 QPR. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say. And then it's the international yeah, yeah. break. So, obviously, we'll have... Another? All of, all of, yeah, another one. Okay. Yeah. All, all of Sunday is going to be back, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Not Simmonson, but St. Johnston. So, yeah. fingers crossed. Yeah. But um, I do hope we actually uh, get something out of the game anyway. 
uh, on Saturday. So uh, let's just hope and um, hopefully we're speaking about it on Monday with a good result. Yeah. Mm. Right. Uh, cheers, boys. And uh, thanks, listeners, for listening once again. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. See you, See you on Monday, boys. Bye.